This week is um, Parshas Shlach, and we know, we've already noticed how the Nitziv is always trying to be Melitz Yosher for everybody, even when it looks like they did something bad. He always tries to find a nice interpretation where it wasn't as bad as you might have thought, and that's very much um, what happens here. The Pasuk says, Send for you people who will tour the land that I'm giving to B'nai Yisrael. And the the question here is really, the, the there's two questions. The first is, we we know that the Miraglim end up, you know, it ends up going badly. And so the question is, whose idea was it to send them? In Devarim, we know the way that it's phrased, it seems to suggest that it was not Hashem's idea. The Pasuk says in Devarim, Vatik Rivun Eli Kulchem, and you came towards me, all of you, Moshe speaking, Vatomru Nishlecha Anashim Lefanenu, and you said, we should send people ahead of us, the Yachpirulanu et Haaretz, to reconnoiter the land for us, the Ashibu Osanu Davar, and to tell us, come back and tell us, to tell us the best way to go about conquering the land. So in Devarim, it's very clearly the idea of B'nai Israel who come to Moshe and say to him, let's send people to the land. Here, of course, it says, Hashem says to Moshe, Shlach lecha anashim. You send for you people. So the Nitziv says, he starts with Rashi. So Perish Rashi, on Shlach lecha. Rashi says, on Shlach lecha, Lida'atcha. To your mind, you think this is a good idea, so you send them for you. Ani eini mitzavelecha. I'm not telling you to do this. This is not me saying you should do it, but you want to do it, do what you want. You think this is a good idea, you do it. Now, then it simply doesn't like that because he feels that it doesn't quite fit. How could you interpret any way else than we know from other places where it says in the Torah, then of course, Shahu mitzvah kimashma'o. Of course, it's Hashem telling them to do it. So why does why does Rashi go in this direction? He's forced to interpret it that way. That in Devarim, it sounds like from the beginning, it was B'nai Yisrael's idea. That's why Rashi has to go in this direction, because it was your idea in the first place. But the Nitziv is not satisfied with that, even though it says that in Devarim. Still, he says, Even though it said that, you still can't twist this one completely. There has to be a way to get a shot out of this Pasuk that also fits with the Pasuk in Devarim. It seems like he's suggesting that he thinks that Rashi, he twisted too hard on this one and that there's a better way to make them chime with each other that still has a shot level in Bamidbar that fits with the Lecha that we know from Lech Lecha and Kach Lecha. So that's the challenge that the Nitziv has set out for himself. 
And there's a second question, which is, we know that Hashem told B'nai Israel already back in Chorev, by Chorev, that he's going to be giving them the land. Why didn't they say back then, well, you know what, let's make sure that we have a game plan for them. We're going to send people to, to, to check it out. Why here? What, what happened right now, right here, at this point in their journey to make them think, we really actually need to check this land out before we all go there as a group? It's obvious that according to the laws of nature, it was necessary to see how they were going to conquer the land. And, and this is obvious is what the Ramban said, and also what B'nai Yisrael themselves said in Devarim. It's very clear from the language that, B'nai, that they use in Devarim that Moshe quotes B'nai Yisrael as saying to him that this wasn't a, like, a, should we go or not? It was... How should we go? How should we go about conquering? They weren't sending Miraglim to find out, is this land good or not? But rather, how do we go about conquering it? They were not interested in whether or not to go or whether it was good or not. They weren't interested in the nature of the land. They accepted, of course, that it was going to be great. They wanted to know how should they go about conquering it from which direction. And that is obviously completely necessary and completely it was a completely necessary thing to do. If the conquering of the land was going to be in a natural way of one nation conquering another nation, but if it's going to be above the way of nature, the way that they're pathway through the Midbar had been up until now, then there's really no place for sending Miraglim. Because who could possibly, what could possibly stand before Hashem's glory in conquering a land? Nothing. When they stood at Chorev, in the beginning of this whole travel, that was the initial plan, that they were going to be in this in this unnatural, supernatural way of being with Hashem. That doesn't require miraglim. But in the meantime, we talked about this two weeks ago. Tsipora, you brought this up last week. They came to understand that they could not handle 
this level of being in Hashem's presence. They couldn't handle that direct, unmediated way of being where Hashem is mamish bikirbam. Anytime you say something wrong, Hashem can literally hear it. He's literally right there. It's as though you're standing in the king's palace and you say something wrong and you gossip and you, you, and and immediately you're arrested and taken and executed. There's no mediation. There's nothing between you and that presence. And they understood that they could not handle it. They just could not stand to be at that level of constant caution. They just were not, they did not find themselves at that level. They chose a different way of being with Hashem. They chose the mediated way of Hashem's Shechina through the Midah of Malchus, which is much less direct, much more gentle, a much more gentle way of being with Hashem, where there's more room for, for error and for learning. So what does it mean when it says, if they chose this mediated way where there is something between them and Hashem, why does it say panim bepanim diber Hashem? Oh, demashma o de panim sheha adam Israel misnaheg imavoda so lifne Hashem. The face that a person turns to Hashem in their avoda, but also panim akarishbar huvahashkacha so alav. That's the face Hashem returns. It doesn't mean literally Hashem's face directly, but it means that whatever you bring to the table, Hashem is going to meet you there in the same way. Like it says, He's meeting you in the way that you meet him, but it is not in that direct way, like the way that he spoke to Moshe. And that's why... At Chorev, they didn't realize they were going to need the Meraglim because they were still in this Mida of Me'al Teva and this supernatural relationship with Hashem where he was right there would never have occurred to them that they have to come up with a plan about how to conquer a land. But in the meantime, just like the, the Nitziv said, this is the journey of the book of Bamidbar of going from that direct, unmediated relationship to Hashem to them deciding they needed the chesed of a little bit of gap, a little bit of space between them and Hashem. And suddenly it occurred to them, oh, we're going to have to conquer a land as an army does in a natural way. We better send spies to help us figure out which the best way is to conquer this land. So how does this help us with what happened in Devarim, with the fact that they said, so who was the real impetus behind sending the Meraglim? Vihine b'parashas Devarim, when they were at Chorev, Hashem said, Come and, and take the land. 
But by the time they arrived at Kadesh Barnea, Moshe, Amar Moshe, Ale Resh Kasher Diber Hashem. The language had changed a little bit. Hashem knew that they were not going to be up for this kind of a direct, supernatural, constant presence, immediate relationship. After they went to Moshe and said, we need Miraglim, Moshe understood that we were in a different place. And it was good. He decided that it was right. According to where they were at, this was the necessary way that it was going to have to be. When Hashem understood this, He said, go, send them. Send these miraglim. It will be good according to where they're at. This is going to be necessary. Because they're not up for the, the first option, I'm commanding you to send them to meet them where they are at. What it means by for your pleasure. This is where you are at. This is the relationship you are ready for. This is what I, I'm going to meet you there. And I mean, that, that idea of Hashem meeting them where they are at and relinquishing that immediacy for the much more human relationship. It's so beautiful. And of course, Ismaili Tsiosher for, for this whole episode, because they're not saying we don't trust you. They're not saying we need to check it out. They're not saying. And also, it's very different from where Rashi is at. In Rashi, Hashem is very from the get go, like, if you need this, I guess, do it. I mean, I'm not saying do this if you need this. And, and for the Nitzvah, no, they said we need this. And he said, I'm going to meet you there. There's going to be a right way to do it, and we're going to have just as strong as a relationship, even though there's going to be levels separating us because you don't feel that you can be at that place. The chesed of switching out the initial presence with the malchus, the gentler form of Hashem's presence, it's so beautiful. And it carries over to another piece here which is how could B'nai Yisrael, who had seen Hashem's, the Chozek Yad that took them out of Mitzrayim, how could they possibly think that that was going to fail them in their attempt to conquer Eretz Yisrael? I mean, it makes no logical sense. Something that my husband always says is that in the Torah, Hashem demands very little from a faith point of view because the miracles were so great that any rational person, it would be irrational to, to have any kind of lack of faith because the miracles were so enormous that the most rational explanation is, is wow, the most powerful force, the, the entire universe is in our corner and is fighting for us. How could they have been so suspicious after everything that they had seen so recently in the past? 
And then it Siv explains it as Vayas Kalev Esaam El Moshe Vayomer Alona Alev Ayarashnu Osa Kia Hol Nuchala Vanashima Sheralu Imo Amru Lo Nuchala Alos El Haam Kihazak Humimeno. So Kalev says, Why are you so afraid? Of course, we're going to be able to do this. And Kalev says, No, no. And, and the rest of them, the rest of the Muraglim say, No, no, they're stronger than us. We're not going to be able to, to, to prevail. So then it says on Kihazaku Mimenu, Vehalo Rau Gvuros Hashem Mitzrayim, had they not all seen Hashem's Gvura in Mitzrayim? Ella Alpi Derechateva Bahalihus Milchama Kefisha Allah Behaskama Efshar. But what they were saying is Hashem might be the same, but we're not. We're going here in, in the Derechateva. We will not be able to prevail. But Adayan Yeshla Ha'ir, Maze. They still knew that it was completely Hashem's intention to bring them into the land, right? So even if, like Midera Hateva, they saw these giants and they thought, how are we ever going to prevail here? They knew that it was Hashem's intention from the get-go to give them this land. This was their destiny. So how could they have not understood that, that there was a way that Hashem was going to get them into Eretz Yisrael? They started to get this thought in their heads, and the Nitziv is very clear later on, it's not all of them, but just a small portion of them, that Hashem had turned on them, that Hashem hated them, and that He had taken them out of Mitzrayim just to kill them at a later place. And I think that really comes back to what we talked about last week, this question of self-esteem. Like they allowed this bizarre thought, besinas Hashem osanu, Hashem hates us. And that's why hotzianu meretz mitzrayim laseis osanu biyad ha'amorila hashmidenu. But he hates us and that's why he took us out of mitzrayim. Like it's such a crazy thought, but they... They latched onto it, and from a lack of self-esteem and a lack of understanding and a lack of belief, it just metastasized and allowed them to completely lose faith in everything that they had seen. And I think that that really ties the, the this Parsha with the last Parsha and with the Hakdama to Bamidbar, which is that if you don't have that self-esteem to recognize the miracles that are happening around you, you're not going to... You can't come into the promised land. Like you won't find within yourself the tools, so when Hashem is directly there within you, you don't have the need for it because you can't even whisper a bad thought, as the Nitzv said, before the king's soldiers come and drag you away and execute you because he's right there. They decided they didn't want that. They couldn't handle that. They wanted that Hester Panim. They wanted that distance, which allowed for the creativity and the avoda that put the responsibility on them. But what comes with that is a requirement to believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, then you can come up with crazy ideas like that Hashem hates you. And then he took you out of Mitzrayim, (laughs) saved you from slavery, 
just in order to kill you down the road. So I, I think, again, this idea, I, I mean, I'm not trying 100%, I'm, I'm hopping what he's saying, but these ideas about the character that is required to have that relationship with Hashem, that more creative relationship with Hashem, where there is that Hester upon him that gives you the space to grow, is connected with self-esteem and being able to believe, even when he's not directly in your midst, that of course he loves you, of course that there's this plan, and, and he gets in later, I'm um, running out of time, but he, this beautiful thing where he says, Kaliyah and Yehoshua say, when, when they're trying to convince everybody that of course Hashem is going to help them, of course they're able to conquer, they say, Hashem al rodu. please don't go against Hashem, don't revolt against Hashem, Batem al es am haaretz. don't be afraid of these people, ki And it's interesting, what does lachmenu mean? Then it interprets it as like bread, just like you have in our parnasa, it's going to be the same thing here. And he says that when the, the miracles of, of, of Yetzias Mitzrayim were so totalizing that there was no hashkacha pratis in them, it was all hashkacha klalis. Hashem saved us as a nation. But because it was, he was so immediately part of the people and in the people, there was no hashkaka pratis. There was no individuation in the miracles. Whereas here, Lachmenuim, he says, it's like there, it's going to be like your parnasa. Every person is going to be able to glorify himself on the battlefield and be met panim el panim. What you put in, Hashem is going to meet you there. Exactly what you put in, you will see his face, that same face meeting you. And you can only have that hashgacha pratis when there's that distance somehow between you and Hashem that gives you that ability to play an active role in the relationship, which you can't really have when you're in the Palatine Shel Melech. So another just gorgeous, gorgeous Nitziv. The whole Nitziv on this parsha was incredible. And I, I tried to bring it together and, and, and pull out the best ones, but it, very much worth looking at if, if you have any time. Thank you everybody so much for coming and for joining this. It's giving Safta's Neshama and Aliyah, I'm sure. And happy Father's Day, Papa. It, it's what's amazing is how radical the Nitziv is compared to the other Meforshim on this particular pericope. And not only that, how the Medrash in the Tanhuma and Medrash Rabbah say that these Meraglim were Tzadikim when they went out and they were Rishoim when they came back, which doesn't explain the Pshat, in which in the Pshat it's just lo nuchal. We just can't do it, you know, and they colored everything they said in a, in a horrific way. Comes along the Nitziv with such a generosity of spirit. And I have to say this, I'm maybe not allowed to, but I think he got it from the beer, Mendelssohn's beer, because he had that on his Shabbos table, and Mendelssohn was the first one to give that generosity of spirit to, to the Miraculum. Thank you.